The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy. Welcome Sarah. to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Turner here, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and blogger of the Tammy High School Sports State blog. I am, and also one of the hosts, Tweet Tammy, on OAA Neighborhood Television. Happy New Year to everybody here. Um, I'd like to welcome our friends hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching on Oregon Neighborhood Television. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you, Ian. Happy New Year, Sam. Can you believe it? We're in a new millennium. 2020. New decade. New decade, my bad. That was millennium. Well, I... Decade. I know it's at least a decade. Yeah, it's been at least a decade. <laughs> There's a reason the guys like us are in media. I guess. <laughs> I really guess. A um, lot to talk about this week. Of course, we've had the... Um, Holiday tournaments, yeah. surrounding boys basketball, girls basketball, um, everything. Can't you feel the Can't excitement you? getting ready? It's like we're back, school's back in, some school's big games back coming. In, some big games are coming up. We're in league play. Um, you know, we're getting really close to March. You know what I mean? March Madness, you know, the postseason Really close? Yeah, we still got three months. We still got a couple <laughs> months. You know I know, I mean? but it goes quick. I mean, we saw in the football season how fast the season goes, right? Yeah, it's just I like, know. It's really quick, but basketball is like the longest season of them all. You know, the winter sports, the longest seasons. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you have Christmas break, New Year's break. That's true. You know, But there's been a couple of teams that have played in them, holiday classics. Um, yeah, interesting results. Too. Interesting results, too. I mean, like we talked a couple of weeks ago before we went up, before we went on our break. Um that um the um we recapped several holiday tournaments. Yeah. There's, there was one tournament that we um talked about the um and then there were a couple games that were on the docket that were some huge games. Yeah, the ones um, that were like ooh. Yeah, the ones that were like huge games. I thought Farmington and North Farmington mm-hmm. that place filled up real quick. Of that course. was jam packed. Um, also the Gotta Get a Clark Classic featured at Grand Blank that featured Clarkson Carmen yes. That was a really good game there. And then of course some Stony Creek they went into. Okemos took on Okemos, and then Bloomfield Hills took on UAD Jesuit. That was Ooh. a really tough matchup for them. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and then, of course, we have Oak Park, who took on um, Detroit Henry Ford at the Muskegon Showcase okay. um, this past weekend. Um, All the way over there? They went up the Muskegon, Oak Park. Wow. They did not look very good. Um, they lost 61-46 to um, Muskegon. Wow. Um, also, we're going to talk about who your favorites are right now on the red, the white, and the blue, and also on the same thing with the girls as well. Um we're going to get your thoughts there on that as well. Um, I will do my best. I know you will. Um, so let's look at let's look at the recap of the holiday tournament games. Um, there was one girls basketball game that took place this past weekend. It was Troy Athens and um, Sterling Heights Stevenson. Okay. Of course, Troy Athens, they're off to a shocking 7-0 start. They won 40-17 to against Sterling Heights Stevenson. What? Um, experience matters when you look at what Athens has. Wow. Um, we'll go so over what, that. What, okay. We'll go over that. But let's go boys first. Um, I mentioned Oak Park's lost 61-46 yeah. to um to um Detroit Henry Ford was a head scratch for me because this was the same Henry Ford team that did not look very good against Stony Creek in the Motor City Round Ball Classic. Mm. So when you look at Oak Park, I mean this team so that stunned you a little bit. It did surprise me a little bit, especially because when you look at the um teams Oak Park has played. Um, Dayton Thurgood Marshall is not a bad team in Ohio. Yeah. Um. They played some really tough competition, but Oak Park really just did not look very good. And they got experience. I mean, look at players like Fred Garland. Um, you got um you got um of course Malik Carr, who's gonna be playing for a couple more days until he is gonna officially leave to go play at Purdue. 
That is wild. Um, and then you look at they got others on that team. I mean, they're very good players. Yeah. But Oak Park. I mean, like the fact that they only put up forty six points. I know they they sit at two and two right now. Um, with their losses being on the west side of the state. I mean, both their losses were they lost East Kentwood sixty eight sixty one, and then they yeah. lost to um Detroit Henry Ford. Both games mentioned west side of the state. I mean, yeah. so when you look at Oak Park, what? could this be a Jekyll and Hyde team to figure out? It could be, um, you know, looking at like holiday tournaments and that sort of thing. Those can be sometimes they can be a good gauge, but it's not looking but good. It could it's be not, bad. It could be bad because at this point of the season, usually those tournaments are getting you momentum rolling into this week back from break. Right. right. I mean, it's it's like that's you have nothing to worry about but just playing basketball. Right. But, or but whatever. if you have a break, you know what I mean, in between, it can help you get you some practice time, get Wait, you some practice time. time. Develop, exactly. Develop, but, you know. Yeah. But uh, but game time, like, you know, you can't you can't discount actual game action no. because that's ultimately where you need to perform well. Right. Right. So and, uh, they could be a Jekyll and Hyde. It could be a weird holiday thing, but I, I think the, the jury's still out. I think it's too early to the tell. The pure Jekyll and Hyde team, I really think it's Lake Orion. We're going to talk about oh. them in a couple minutes. <laughs> um, but when I look at Oak Park, you know, when you got players like Fred Garland, you got Jalen Mimes, you got, I mean, Oak Park's a team that, a lot of people had high on this hopes on this season. When you look at yeah. what Coach Bobby Thompson had, has I mean, but this Detroit Henry Ford loss really has me baffled. <laughs> it completely has me baffled. I mean, when you look at when you look at Oak Park, I mean, especially when you have to play in the red. Um, you got Clarkson there, North Farmington, yeah. West Bloomfield. Um, you got Bloomfield Hills, Lake Orion. Yeah. Um, it's not an easy. It's not an easy league. And no, Ferndale, no. yeah, it's yeah. not an easy league. No, I mean Ferndale's played a really tough schedule. When you look at what they had to go through, they played the likes of Chicago Lincoln Park, Chicago, um, Chicago Thornton. I mean, Chicago Thornton's yeah. a very good team. I mean, there's a reason why Ferndale's one and three, but you kind of want to put an asterisk on them, um, especially with what they've had to go through. Yeah. Um, but. That comes to me, and then that that's that's one team we're going to talk about at Oak Park. <laughs> um, another game that had me surprised was Stony Creek. I mean, Stony Creek went to the um, mid-Michigan, was at the Michigan State-Illinois game. They were at the Michigan State-Illinois oh, game. Go, yep. yeah. And then they end up losing by 12 to, 14 to Oakland, 70 to 56. Um, Oakland's a very good basketball team. I mean, they gave Ypsilanti Lincoln everything they could handle. Wow. Um, but for Stony Creek, I mean, like, you know, for them to test themselves playing a very good opponent in Okemos, I mean, like, it's Okemos has been well known for bringing out very good college, ba- elite college basketball players. You look at players like Jonathan Jones or Travis Bader, went to Oakland University. I mean, yeah. like, had really good years. I mean, they even throw out walk ons to yeah. uh, other D1 programs. Absolutely. I mean, Okemos is a really good basketball juggernaut. I mean, a really good basketball juggernaut. So, Stony yeah. Creek, I kind of want to give Stony Creek a pass because they looked good against Troy Henry Ford. Um, they won that one forty five thirty, but you know, playing a very good Oklahoma's team on the road not yeah. an easy thing to do. No. Um, and then you look at on um, Bloomfield Hills took on UD Jesuit. This is that's a dirt Jan Bloomfield Hills January is a gauntlet. I mean, tough. they have they've lost three straight now. They've lost three straight now. Um, ever since starting four and zero, um, lost to UD Jesuit fifty seven thirty two. Um. 
Sony Blue Bay Hill is going to have to rely a lot on their guards. Mason Canfield, Colin Hacker. Um, they're going to have to rely on their guards. And I think that's going to be the thing that carries Blue Bay Hills in games is their, is their shooting. Okay. Can they shoot? Do they have the ability to perform? And I think that's a big question. Yeah. Um, for Blue Bay Hills. That's a big time question. Um, they UD Jesuit, we know they're a very good basketball team. We know that Pat Donnelly's done a really magnificent job with that. I mean, the, team. The, the players they churn out, yeah, fantastic stuff. Well, remember, they do have they did have a famous player by the name of Cassius Winston. Oh, I've heard of that there. fella, yeah, yeah, you've heard of that fella. He's done a couple things that I think the green and white up the road, eh? Yeah, he has. <laughs> He's done really a lot of great wonders, shows. unbelievable. Um, and then, of course, there's the um, Gotta Get It Classic Adam Grand Blank that took place. Clarkson, Flint, Carmen Ainsworth. See, this is the game I, I, I got to hear what happened. Uh, it was 65-56 in favor of Clarkson. Um, Clarkson's a team I got some big-time concerns when you really look at the Wolves. Um, yeah? Even taking down? Even taking down um, Carmen Ainsworth. Who, Carmen Ainsworth is a very good team. They yeah. got, um, they got, Ken, they got um, Kendrick Nunn's little brother, I think Jalen Nunn. Very good player. Okay. Um, they got. I like Flint Carmen's worst team. I really like because that was kind of the that was the the game. I mean, I that saw was one of the games. You know, saw I mean? write ups in the uh, the big papers and right. saying, "Boy, is this what's this say about Clarkson?" Well, Clarkson's a team. Besides, their only loss to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. But I'll tell you my concerns I have with Clarkson, and that's the fact. That Anything different from before? No. Okay. Dish. Their death. Their depth's an issue. Depth is an issue. Yeah. And I'll and I'll explain to the viewers why I have North Farmington ranked over Clarkston right now. Which is what? a huge shocker. I'll explain to my <laughs> view I'll explain to the viewers that. Well, I'll give you I'll I'll, I'll tell you, Sammy. You've never been uh shy about adjusting rankings. Your, your, your rankings, your thoughts on teams, and I, I tell you, it's easy to to get in a rut going, okay, well, I'm not gonna rock the boat. But I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate your uh, your candor in this sort of thing and uh, adjusting things as you see them. Yes, and I think that um and speaking of North Farmington, yeah, they, yeah. they did had a heck of a game with Farmington the other night. Um, one fifty six forty eight Friday night against a very good um Farmington. Sounded squad. like a tight game. It was a very tight game. I mean, Jay, I mean, Farmington played much better than they did against Troy Martin Luther King. I mean, where Farmington was just utterly pathetic in that game against King. <laughs> but they played much better against more Farmington. You think that was just a one-off? It depends or- on their effort. You know what I mean? With Farmington. Okay. Farmington's effort is going to be the thing that decides their whole season. Because if Farmington's effort is there, this team could win a white championship. Mm. If not, then they could be middle of the pack in the whites. That's how I view Farmington. North Farmington I've got a lot of positives about Todd Negotiation's team. Okay. And the reason why I say this is because they got players that been there, experienced. You got Marshall, get players like Marshall Miller, Jamal Hayes, Deion Hayes, Eddie Litton. The return of Bastille Jihad has mm. really helped um, the Raiders. I And then, of course, you know, that's not counting players like John Brunette as a bruiser. Um, I, and, I, and I read in the paper the other day, North Farmington, um, the Goshen gave credit to Billy Slobin, the um, strength and conditioning coach of basically Raiders athletics, especially with the football team over there at North Farmington. Okay. Of course, Billy Slobin, of course, we remember when he was, when he was at Harrison, of course, under the legendary coach John Harrington, 
brought his strength conditioning program to North Farmington, and look where it got. Is, North this, is this still the Rick ripples of Harrison the dissolving football? of Harrison? Sure it is. It right? absolutely is. I mean, you look at, of course, you know, Eddie Litton came from Harrison. Yeah, well, that, he, um, that's something we have not talked about mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, football yeah. obviously got the the headline. Yeah, football got the headline. Because, yeah. you know, the kids were dispersed through Farmington the district and, and the coaches North went yeah. north. And I think that's a credit. And I think that's a credit to um, that's a credit to um, Billy Slobin, you know, going over there to North Farmington, you know, and not only. And so how many big on, how many big time players from Har- uh, Harrison and where did they go? Do we that's one thing we never really looked into. No, because it, it could impact this as well. And it has impacted, you know, but North Farmington has enough experience, you know, that the a lot of these kids played last year Okay, under negotiation. A lot of these kids played last year. I think what the— So there's what, not a lot of turnover, let's say, some of the not top a lot players of from Harrison coming in. And and, not a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not a lot of turnover, but it's a huge credit to— But, um, but it is impacting the coaching, and or at least the administrative the weight, side uh, of thing, the weight training. The yeah. Program, yep. North Farmington's always had great coaches. When you look at Todd oh, Negotian, yeah. his um, father, Tom Negotian's on staff, legendary coach at North Farmington. Pete Mantello, their JV coach, assistant, um, has done a magnificent job over at North Farmington. I mean, that's the thing. You know, North Farmington, there's a reason they're out to a 6-0 start. I mean, now, at the schedule, hasn't been as great as, like say, like a Clarkston. Yeah, but yeah. But they're 6-0 for a reason. And they got enough experience. And they're deep. You know, that's the thing. And that comes to And you're my, saying it's a legit 6 and 0. They're it's, a legit 6 yeah, and 0. Yeah, cuz we've seen They're a legit 6 and 0. We've seen 10 and 0s at Yeah, we've seen 10 and 0s. Yeah. Uh um, Well, yeah. I don't want to beat that dead horse and <laughs> Yeah. But we've seen that before. We've seen it before. But this is you're seeing this but is this real. But this is a legit 6 and 0, you know. I look at another team like West Bloomfield who's 3 and 1, very young team. They played a murderous row of schedule. I mean, they played Detroit Western, yeah. Detroit University Prep, yeah. uh, Wardia South, yeah. <laughs> and then you got to play Macomb, Dakota. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a brutal non-league. It is, and That's to come out 3-1. and one. Well, and they still got to play Dakota Tuesday night. Okay, That's but you brutal. said they're 3-1. They're 3-1. and, ones they're three and one. Right? I mean, that. Yeah. that's a good sign for them. That's a good sign that's for Coach Jeremy Dennis' team. Yeah, yeah, very good sign. So when I now it comes to my next question. Now let's look at. The reason why I have North Farmington ahead of Clarkston. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people wanting to, to view this for a long. For a do you long have? Time. Do you want to go through the the whole list? Yeah, let's and then, go through then the, we'll yeah, we'll talk about the. I'm gonna go with the boys first. The top dogs. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the boys first here. Uh, my top team is the Troy Colts. People say, "Well, why Troy?" Because they're four and one. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Brody Parker on there. They rely a lot on them. Brody Parker to do very well. I've been very disappointed with the emergians. Um mm. but they've had they got some depth. I mean they got some depth, but this team needs more than Brody Parker if they want to be successful. Especially when you look at the white. Yeah. So that's where Troy I have Troy. I have Troy the top team right now. North Farmington number two. Clarkson number three. Southfield A and T number four. They're five and oh. There's a reason why they're five and oh. Played a tough schedule. Ferndale, six. Uh, I have West Movie, five. Ferndale, six. Grove, seven. Stony Creek, eight. Lake Orion, nine. Oxford, 10. Berkeley, 11. Farmington, 12. Oak Park, 13. Bloopy Hills, 14. Athens, 15. Adams, 16. Seam, 17. Pontiac, 18. Rochester, 19. Royal Oak, 20. 
Avenue 21. Mm. So those are my top 21 this week in the boys' pool. Some movement there. There was some movement. Now, people are going to say, you know, people are, other polls are going to say I have Clarkson over North Farmington. Here's why I have North Farmington over Clarkson. You look at Clarkston, the makeup of that team. You rely a lot on three guys. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Lawyer, Keegan with Silk, Matt Nicholson. They're very good. I know they're three very good players. And I know they got a player in Cole Donches. But this team does not have a lot of depth surrounding Clarkson. I know Matt DePillow's been hurt. I know Blake Cozen's been hurt. Mm. So give me passes on both of them. You have players on Will that. they be back? They should be back. Okay. But you have players on that bench who's been very talented, who's been very talented, very ta- had great AU seasons, great, you know, and they're riding the bench. To me, that's not a, um, to me, why are they there then? Why are they on the bench? Why are they? They should be getting valuable playing time, valuable playing experience for the future. So it's they're not that's, being rotated that, in like they're not being rotated in yeah. like that's something that I'm very concerned about. The only reason the only reason why they're being rotated in is because of blowouts. If it's in a tight game, where if it's in a really tight game, and this is where I do criticize Tim Wasilik at times. You know what I mean for following the Dan Fife model at times. I really. Because we saw that, uh, we saw that in their two state, years ago, in the two years ago in their yeah. state championship team, where they only had six guys. You know, you gotta have at least eight or nine if you want to make a successful run. You do, gotta, but do people? Do most teams have that luxury? Not all teams have that luxury. But if you have, you know, at least two off the bench that you know you can count on, two maybe three guys you can go off the bench. You know what I mean. Then, but, but you're seeing right now that the Wolves aren't really rotating anybody in. They're, they're not sticking really. to the starting five, sticking and that's starting about five it. Five, and that's about it. And that's a very dangerous thing. Really dangerous. And comparing that to... And you look at what North Farmington's yeah. doing. They got... They're going about eight nine deep. I really like what Todd Negotian's done with that team. And they don't have a true star player. You don't know who's going to score. You don't know who's going to be productive. You know, it's going to produce well. North Farmington has got everybody producing in the same as the same unit. That's the reason why I have North Farmington ahead of Clarkson is because of the makeup of each team. That's why I have the I have North Farmington 2 and Clarkson 3 right now. Okay. Now, that could change. But I just think right now. So, you're, I mean, you're kind of saying that uh, Clarkson's one injury away from. Uh-oh. One injury away from disaster. And what happens if Matt Nicholson gets into foul trouble or Fletcher Lawyer gets gets in a sophomore slump or Keegan still gets in a sophomore slump? What happens to those three guys? What happens? Yeah. Because if those three guys struggle in any way, they don't really have anybody else to turn to. They don't really have anybody else to turn to. So that's my big concern with Clarkson is – Besides, well, technically, count Cole Donchez. He's a, he's besides those four, who off the bench can give you bad production? And I don't consider Cozen, Blake Cozen, or um, Mike DePillo's Mike DePillo um bench guys. I consider them technically starts. Hmm. So, 
who on that, on the rest of the guys on that bench, if you're Coach Tim Wasilla, you've got to give him time in a critical situation. You've got to give him that time. Because if you don't, I don't know where you're going to be in about three years. I really don't know where you're going to be in about <laughs> three, three years. You know? Yeah. That's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line with Clarkson. Um, now well, It's almost like they're in the same situation as uh, A&T on the women's side. Well, we're going to talk A&T in a yeah, but, I mean, But you're right. I mean, right? I mean, it's comparable. Yeah, it's very comparable to South A&T on the girls' side. Yeah. Really comparable. You know, big a team that has huge state championship expectations, um, hopeful expectations, but... Short bench. Short bench. That's a big problem for me. And Clarkston, with A&T, you know... But the benches are different with A&T and Clarkson. Clarkson, you can have that luxury. You have that luxury of guys, but they just sit on the bench. Whereas A&T, mm. you know, they don't really have that, that deep of bench to begin with. Yeah. So that's my problem with – that's why I have North Farnsworth over Clarkson right now is because of the makeup of the team. Um, now, people are going to ask me, why do you have Lake Orion Oxford ranked high, despite the fact that both teams only played three games? <laughs> well, good question. Here's a question. Here's my question here. Oak Park, the way they played against Detroit Martin Luther King, no, against Detroit Henry Ford, mm. has me baffled. Had me baffled. Bloompy Hills, of course, we know they've had those tough three losses. Oxford, despite not playing, despite not playing, I just think when you look at the Wildcats, they, besides Trey Townsend, you know, who do they got? I mean, I mean, who gives you consistent minutes on a yeah. consistent points on a given night? I know a lot of people say it's Zach Townsend, but but when you really look at it, Trey Townsend is the one that's carrying the team right now. And then you look at Lake Orion. Lake Orion's the pure Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> because this team they look good on nights, they look good on some nights, and there's couple nights they look utterly um utterly just horrible um is this a symptom of the transition to new head coach i think that's one but i also think that the young the um inexperience you know let's not forget a lot of these kids have not played varsity basketball what's the makeup of the team like orion has two players that have varsity basketball experience total two the rest are the rest went, played in jv last year yikes so when you look at Lake Orion and the fact that you have a new coach and you're playing in the red division, it's yeah, that, brutal. That doesn't equal uh, it doesn't equal happy happy no. days. No, but if but the, team, the one thing you you can learn on the job, and that's what they have to do is that's suck, what, that's suck what it up they and have play. To do. That's what they have to do. And you know when you look at what Lake Orion has, I mean, you got players that can that can break out here. You got players that can, but. I mean, this would you team, say that's a quintessential transition year? It is. Especially with first-time varsity with Joe, players, that yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, first-time varsity players, new guy coach, and Joe Schroeder. Yeah. Um, so you're looking for the breakout in a year. You're looking for it, yeah. But to have this transition in the red, very risky. Yeah, yeah. Very, very risky. I mean, I could see coaching. I could see transitions like what Lake Orion has work out in the white and the blue, but okay. not in the red. But that's that's the cards. That's right? the cards you're dealt uh, with. I mean, the success they've had over the last what three years is yeah. what why they are. But that's the red. A success. That's a success. And but that's a team. But Lake Orion is your pure Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> that is a pure Jekyll and Hyde. Um, 
let's look at the T. Let's look at boys basketball first, and we'll go to girls basketball. Okay. Um, the red, you still think it's Clarkson's division to lose, even though you got North Farmington, West Bloomfield, um, Ferndale, and then of course you have um Bloomfield Hills, Lake Orion in there. Um, well, I'm intrigued about West Bloomfield because they got a freshman in Ryan Hurst who's had a really off to a good start. Yeah, and and going three one against quality opponents. Mm-hmm. That you you cannot underestimate. Or understate the the Lakers. Well, that, but also the benefit of going against competition like that mm-hmm. and coming out on top. Yeah, three and one is a is a decent start. It's a decent start. And they still got to play Macomb Dakota, and they got yeah, a very so, good player, Ryan Rollins, on the road. That's brutal. Yeah. So if they manage to pull that one off, watch out. It's for a the, big if. If, but the thing is, like, just like anything else, you go. Well, Clarkson rolls up and plays Carmen Ainsworth, right? You go. What happens if they take them down? What does that say? It opens up the possibility of conversation of saying, maybe you got to, no, don't go to sleep and on West Bloomfield. maybe North Farmington, too. You got to look at North Farmington and Same Ferndale. Thing. Ferndale's played a vicious schedule, of course. You know, they have. They have played a vicious schedule. <laughs> Two out-of-state teams. I mean, yeah. they're gonna, I, there's, there's a couple games that can be Are really they bouncing back? That's the question I have with Ron Rickman's team. That's the big question. I mean, question. how important Does, are the next two weeks to them? Next- I think Tuesday is very important for Ferndale. And who are they playing? North Farmington. Here's why I'm saying that game's important for them. Because this game will prove if Ferndale truly belongs in the red division. Yeah. Because they made the move up the two divisions. They did not win a division title last year. To move up? To move up. They didn't even win a division title. Why'd they, they move-, move them up? I have no idea why they moved them up. But but when you look I, at... That is... I'm going to hit the button. Where's the thing? That's breaking news. I go, why would you move up without – usually I thought it was maybe, performance. Yeah, well, because I know they got they – Anticipation? A, maybe it's – remember, they had those two transfers. Yeah, I, well, when's the last time you heard a team move up because of transfers? Never. No. Never. So it kind of reminds – You could say the same thing about Lakeland. Why don't they go down? Yeah. Everybody graduated. Thing. Why don't they go down? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Wow. Well, Troy, of course, went down from the red to the white, and look what Troy's loaded. Yes. And they um, got transfers, too. Yeah, the emergency. Maybe not as high. As, maybe not as, as as what Ferndale is, but, yeah, yeah. you know, but, but still, Troy still has them. Yes. But. Wow. I think when you look at Ferndale, do they belong in the red division? Do they belong? That's the big question. Okay. That is, well, that's the game. one of the games to watch. It has game, to be. It has to be one of the games to watch. It has to be. Um. That's pretty much my most interesting game in the red. Wow. In the red this week, you got Oak Park's got to play Lake Orion, Clarkston, and then Belleville on Saturday. Whoa, that's gonna be tough. You got trifecta. That's um, Belleville's tough. Belleville's tough team. Belleville's very good, and they play them on Saturday. Lake Orion at home or on the road? Lake Orion's at home for Oak Park. Uh, we'll be there. At that home for Oak Park. Oh, Oak Park. Okay. At that Oak Park, we will not be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it'll be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. Um, what do you think the Dragons knock off Oak Park? Does that change your opinion, or is that Dragons part of the Jekyll and a, I Hyde? I think the Dragons, that's a part of the Jekyll and Hyde. I think that, but I do think the Dragons have a chance in this game. But they're going to have to play very well. You know, they're going to have to really, they're going to have There's to There's no margin well. for error for the Dragons. This team's got to play with nothing to lose. If Lake Orion plays with nothing to lose, do I expect this team to win a division title? No. But if they play with nothing to lose, you know, yeah. who knows where this season could go for this team. Who knows? Um, let's go from the red to the white. 
uh, Westbloom and Macomb Dakota, the huge game. Yes. That'd be a good game. Because that, I'm telling you right now, the, the two picks for games to watch for the guys, you're absolutely right. West well, there's Blo- a couple others. You got others? But with West Bloomfield, if they can take down Dakota on the road. That's not going to be an easy gig. I know, but I'm just saying the what if. If they knock them off. Yeah. They could be. Yeah. I would I say get a, you. I'm not going to say they're not a sleeper any longer. No. No. Um, other games are on the right to keep an eye on. Um, Lake Orion Oak Park. Um, Lake Orion at Lapeer. That's an interesting game. Oh. That's an that's that's a physical matchup between two teams that are play tough schedules, play tough divisions. Of course, Lapeer in the Saginaw Valley. Yeah. Lake Orion, of course, we know about them. Um, West Bloomfield at North Farmington on that Friday. That'll be a heck of a game. Yeah. He knows to. And then you have so two West Bloomfield games or West Bloomfield, sorry. Yep. Yeah. And then Oak Park has to go to Clarkson on Friday. Mm. That'll be brutal. And then of course the um, games at Belleville. At Belleville, you have Oak Park playing at Belleville, North Farmington playing Ann Arbor Huron, and then a game at Oakland University. Um, oh yeah, o- Ferndale takes on the Troy Edison on Sunday at Oakland University at four o'clock. That'll be very interesting. OU's been hosting a lot of. Uh, we had a little power hit here. We're still recording, so yep. we're good to go. Mm-hmm. But we had a lot of. Um, It'll be very interesting. A lot of games over at OU. Yeah, a lot of games over at OU. You know, a lot of games over at OU. So it's very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, no kidding. In that matchup, kind of hit a power surge here. Yeah, we had a little power hit. We'll <laughs> probably interrupted the video. Looks like we're back up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Um. But a very interesting... <laughs> happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday. Yeah. Um. Let's go now from the red to the white now. Yeah. Of yeah. course, Troy. I mentioned it's the two. It's the top team in the um in the white. You know what I mean? They look um. Four and one. Farmington's off the one and four starts. Ooh. Um, so we really look at Farmington. Um, they're one and four. Um, playing a really um tough schedule. So when you look at Farmington, this team looks really I mean, Farmington, they played a tough schedule, but they haven't looked good in a couple times. Okay. So that's a big concern for me. I'm watching Stony Creek, I'm watching Oxford. I'm yeah, watching can Stony bounce back. Can Stony Creek bounce back from their loss Okemos? South Arts and Texas at five and zero right now. Ooh, Daryl Buchanan's done is a that really, a surprise? That's a big surprise for me because Daryl Coach Daryl Buchanan's done a really nice job with the Warriors. He has done a really nice job with A and T with how they have developed. Um, huge credit to the Warriors. Um, they beat Detroit University Prep and Southfield Christian, two very good teams. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see what Southfield, um, especially with what they got coming up, um. Looking at A and T some schedule. Um, looking at A and T schedule. I mean, I mean, like Southfield. I mean, like they're rolling right now. Southfield is absolutely rolling right now. But some big games around the white. Um, this week to keep an eye on Troy at Stony Creek. Obviously, that's going to be a big game. Can Stony Creek bounce back against a really good Troy team? Um, we know how good Troy is. Yeah. But can Stony Creek bounce back against a very good Troy team, especially? Having to deal with Brody Parker and the Immersion brothers, um, Jake and Ethan Immersion. Alex Hinge has had a huge impact for the Detroit team. Um, Stony Creek, they're going to have to rely a lot on their shooting to carry him. That'd be a big game on Tuesday night. And then on um, Friday night, you got Farmington traveling to Troy. Um, the Battle yeah. of the Guards, Brody Parker versus Jaden Atkins. Atkins yeah. had 24 
against North Farmington, and then Brody Parker had them twenty one at twenty one in their loss, twenty six in their loss against Saginaw. Oh. Um, their last time um Troy played, uh, it's gonna be a good game between Troy and Farmington, especially in the battle of the guards. It's whose yeah. role player is gonna step well, up. Well, proves that uh, the two guys can fill it up, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And then Stony Creek plays Groves on Friday. This would be an interesting matchup. I mean, quick, athletic matchup. Quick. They're both very quick, very athletic teams. Um, Stony Creek, not as small, not as big, but mm. but Groves, very athletic as well. Probably the most interesting game for me I'm keeping an eye on is Oxford to Adams. Ooh. That'd be a good game. Um, What's Oxford's record right now? Do you have Oxford's 2-1. and one. Adams is 2-3. and Not three. a lot of games. Adams is two and three. Okay. Um, we know what Oxford has with Trey Townsend. Does Adams have an answer for the guard patch up with Zach Townsend? And that's going to be the key there. But does Oxford have a map answer for the interior of Adams? When you look at what Adams has, um, Adams, of course, has both Yearsay brothers, Jonathan and Austin Yearsay, along with Peyton Preschool. So that's a tough match for Oxford. Yeah, going up against a very interesting Adams team. Of course, Adams, Adams has looked good. I mean, Adams. There's been some games that look good. Of course, Lake Orion game. I thought they played one of their best games of the year against them. I mean, but I thought Lake Orion had a miserable night in that game. <laughs> um, and then so it's um, a combination of things. And then um, and then you have um, Adams who, and then of course you have um, Adams had their recent loss of Heritage. Who that'd be a very interesting matchup there in the um. White, Adams, and Oxford. It'll be a okay. good game. I think it'll be a really good game. And then, of course, we look at the... um, And then you have Groves taking on Detroit Cast Tech at 2 p.m. at Oakland University um, on Sunday. Top match for Groves going up against Detroit Cast Tech. Really interesting matchup there. And that venue, I mean, you've been there a oh, ton. Yeah. I've been there. That Beautiful. could be... If you're not used to shooting in that tor- type of... Lighting? Well, that lighting, it's dark. Yep. Uh, the court is kind of dark, right? It looks like the blacktop or whatever yeah, they have it. It's really cool looking, mm-hmm. uh, especially on television. Looks just wild. But also the you know the sight lines. If you're you can get into depth issues shooting. Yeah. Um, it, you're you're used to smaller gyms or the walls behind the basket. This is wide open college arena. Well, type. if you have a big gym, it's gonna help you. Yeah. If you're used to shooting in that situation, in a big gym, it'll help you. Yeah, but so, that could it could really mess with your mind. It can. <laughs> it could really mess with your mind. Um, let's go to the blue now. Yeah. Uh, Berkeley, our Berkeley, I think is still the favorite in the blue division, but keep an eye on Troy Athens, Troy Athens. They have experience. They have, they have a freshman point guard in Bryce Eaton. Yeah. David Giovinci and, um, Jacob Thornton. Um, they could be a serious threat to Berkeley this year. I could be a really serious threat. Um, Seaholm's a wild card. Pontiac's an interesting one, even though they looked competitive against Clarkson. Yeah. Picked up their first win of the year. Um, hey, again, they beat Detroit Cornerstone. Go Phoenix! Yeah, they picked up. They picked up their first win against Detroit Cornerstone. Um, Pontiac's got some big games this week on the docket here in the blue. They got some big games. Um, for the Phoenix, let's look at. Of course, they have they play Ferndale University Prep on Sunday afternoon at noon at Oakland University. That's the game they should So there's win. a lot of games going on. Is oh, it yeah. just a showcase? It is a Oakland County showcase over oh. at Oakland University. Um, and then of course you have speaking of Pontiac again, they get to play Rochester in a big one. Mm. You know, Pontiac had a good showing against Roch against Clarkson. 
They lost that one 63-48. Um, 65-48. Um, okay. But they play um but they play Rochester. Rochester plays starts three sophomores mm. on their team for coach Vance Kirkwood. Okay. Interesting coaching match between Damon O'Neill and Vance Kirkwood. <laughs> Interesting matchup. Interesting coaching matchup. But I think the big game in the and then you have Avondale taking on Royal Oak. Uh both teams really struggling. Avondale two and four. Uh, Royal Oak two and four. Avondale zero oh and four. Um, who can get a win? That's yeah. what I'm looking at with that with that matchup. I think the big one in the blue is Troy Athens at Berkeley. This is an early indicator for me. Who can win? The, who's going to win the blue? This is an early indicator. So when you look at this matchup, and I mentioned this earlier with Berkeley, can Berkeley? Berkeley sits at three and one right now. Athens sits at three and two. So when you look at this matchup, does Burke? I think the interior matchup favors Athens. But the guard matchup, I would have to give an edge to Berkeley because of Arshad Walker. And Sounds like a push to me. I think it's an even-steven matchup yeah, between yeah. the Bears and the Redhawks. I really think it's going to be an even-steven matchup. Too close to call? I think it's too close to call right now. I really do think it's too close to call. <laughs> but if I had to pick a team right now, I would give a slight edge to Berkeley. I would give a real slight edge to Berkeley. I think this is Berkeley's time right now. I really do. Okay, now let's go from boys to girls. Um, yeah, what do you got? We talked about A&T with Clarkson earlier. I still think when you look at, but I think the most surprised team, we're going to talk A&T in a minute, okay. but I think the most surprised team right now is Troy Athens. Surprise. They are 7-0. and They got a boatload of experience. When you look at players like Izzy Crumb, you look at, Grace Bright, Abby Bright, Emma Wojciechowski, I mean, Claire Scholes. I mean, this team has really been groomed for this year. This team has been through the struggles, the ups and downs, and the fact that they're 7-0 and yeah. tells you something. That's a and lot of And the way they games. played against Troy yeah. was just absolutely incredible. Um, They played seven games, yeah. That's a North, lot of games. North Farms has played nine. Already? Yeah, they played nine games. Wow. I mean, you look at some of the other. I mean, they are a week ahead, right, of the guys. Right. But still, that's a lot of games. I mean, and Lake Orion's only played four. Yeah. I mean, so when you really look at it, I mean, you know. Well, I, they sound I, like they're on a roll, man. They got their they're clicking. They're Troy gelling. Athens is clicking on all cylinders. But they got a big one looming Tuesday night. Yeah. They got Oxford at Oxford. That's going to be really interesting. Especially when you look at the meat of the white schedule. Of yeah. course, Avondale Lake Orion's an interesting game. Um, Avondale's a team that's an interesting one. They're sitting at three and four. Um, they got to play Lake Orion. Lake Orion's two and two. Yes, at home. Um, Lake Orion's home. Yes, it is. All right. Um, we'll be there. And then you have North. And then you have North Farmington. Then you have North Farmington, who is a really good team. Um, and then you look at um, and then you look at um. North Farms is five and four right now. You got Troy. Troy's an interesting team to keep an eye on. They're an interesting mess right now. Um, an interesting mess. <laughs> yes, that's a, I love we, that. But we don't know what's going to happen with yeah. Troy. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of rumors surrounding that that basketball really? program. Yep, especially when you look at a player like and not Kendall. in a good way. Yeah, not in a uh, good way. Uh, it could be not in a good way. That's too bad. But if if Troy gets this girl named Kendall Zetterback, you know what I mean. 
that is something that's been in the news recently. Um, and then you look at Oxford. Oxford's a team, they're small, work hard, experience yeah. matters. You know, they work really hard. Yeah. So the White's a really interesting mess. And then you got Adams there. Adams there, experience, but they're like, Adams is a pure Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> they are a pure Jekyll and Hyde thus far. So when I look at the White, big mess. Big mess. Well, it's wide open. Really wide open. Right? That's uh, kind of a unique even setup. The fir- yeah, first place, even the last, it wouldn't surprise me if the Red has at least four losses. Whoever wins that division has four losses in division. That wow. says a lot. That tells you how much parity is in that division. The White. In the White, yep. In the Red, you still got, you got three teams to keep an eye on. You got A&T, West Bloomfield, and Clarkston. A&T played Clarkson earlier in the year, um, won that game. Yeah. A&T's played a tough schedule. but and That was top, at Clarkson, right? That was at Clarkson. Yeah. So when you look at A&T, the thing with Southfield A&T is going to be is, can they handle <laughs> is, we talked about their lack of depth. You know, that yeah. could be a big problem, especially. Well, so far they've been managing it, right? They're managing it, yeah. They, but they played a really tough schedule. They sit four and three. I mean, you're playing against some of the top teams in the state of Michigan. That's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah. I mean, but when you look, when you have players like Shine McEvans, Jasmine Worthy, and Keanu Willis, you know, the toll that it has to take on those three, especially Shine McEvans, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get that she's a Buffalo commit. I get it. But you just can't rely on those three players to virtually carry you. You well, can't if, rely on those three. If that's what they have, that's what they have. Right. So... But there's, but you're in a very, but also you're in a very tough district when you have the likes of Birmingham Marion, who just yeah. went and beat Saginaw Heritage. Yeah. You have Royal Oak in that in that district. It's going to be brutal for Southfield A and T if they want to get to, um, if they want to get to the, um, get to the state final. Yeah. It'd be a really tough call for Southfield A and T. I mean, and then you got West Bloomfield, who I, I think West Bloomfield and Clarkson, I think, are the two top teams in the red. No offense to A&T, even though A&T's saying, even though A&T right now is the top dog. Yeah. But they both teams, Clarkson and Clarkson, West Bloomfield, have depth. They have, they West Bloomfield is very young, but they have enough, they have a ton of depth. And so does Clarkson, for yeah. that matter. Yeah. And I think what Coach John Wire said was exactly right. The talent gap in the red is closing. closing. It uh, is yeah. closing. Absolutely. Really, really quickly, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not counting out West Bloomfield, Stony Creek, you know, or Royal Oak. Of course, they got talent themselves. Royal Oak with Sarah Strawhand and Stony Creek with Lily DePanny. Um, and then Bloomfield Hills, Jordan Banks came back from an injury. Yeah, and they they played two tough games over the break, three tough games over the break. I mean. I mean, I like where West where on Bloopy Hills is at right now. What would you say? And then there's Groves. Yeah, go ahead. With them, Ellie Rupert. You yeah. know, they had a bad loss to Water Vermont, but they were not healthy. Yeah, I'm just looking at on the girls' side, right? Mm-hmm. If you, you, we feel like you got some front runners, but you're not sure. Then you got uh, in the and white. Not talking the it's blue just yet. wide open. I mean, we haven't talked about the blue yet, but you say. I mean, looking at the next two weeks, who has? The greatest to gain, greatest to lose, or who do you think, who do you say is, you know, over the next two weeks, this could be a. Well, it's about what we thought. West Bloomfield and Southfield is, play on Monday oh, okay. night. They play Monday night, so if Southfield wins that game over West Bloomfield at West Bloomfield, 
Southfield will have an edge in the red right now. Yeah. Despite that Clarkson still has to go to Southfield and West and both Southfield and West Blue, Clarkson and West Bluefield coming to Southfield. Yeah. So if if Southfield wins against West Bluefield, then Southfield has an edge. Yeah. Then whoever wins between Clarkson and West Bloomfield, whoever wins that game will have another edge. I mean, whoever's the third place team's in a really rough spot. Yes. So when you really That's look true. at, so when you really look at, at least in the red, those, you're talking in the, the three, red. In the red. Next two weeks, there could yeah. be some some shuffling be some shuffle. of. There could be some shuffling. Yeah. And I think there will be some shuffling. Um. So when you really look at um, when you really look at the games here, and I got the games this week. Um, we'll go over the games in a minute. Um, I still think Southfield right now is the class of that division. I still think it is. Um, but when you look at the what, when you look at the white, I think the white's going to be a really interesting division. It really is. When it's wide open like that, it makes for some right. interesting discussions. And the blue, in the, in yeah, what are we looking at? Look the blue. at the blue. At blue right now, I still think it's Berkeley's division to lose. Now they do have a loss to Rochester. Rochester's going to be West Blue. It's going to be um, Berkeley's toughest challenger. Um, but when you look at that middle of the blue, that's a mess. When you look at <laughs> when you look at Oak Park, Oak Park, um, Oak Park's been a pure Jekyll and Hyde this year. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. They look good against um, they looked really good against um, Salt Lake, and looked really good uh. against um. Again, in their win against Seaholm, of course, that was the big upset. Was that win against Seaholm? Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't look good against Bluebeer Hills. I mean, Bluebeer Hills is a much different animal, though. I mean, than Oak yeah, Park's yeah. face, but I think Oak Park's a team to keep an eye on. And girls, I really do. They got a player in Tamara Todd, along with Kyla Wilson, who's had a really, off to a really good campaign this year. Um, I think those are two to keep an eye on. Um, Seaholm, you know, you can't fully take Seaholm out of the equation. Um, especially even though the way Seaholm's played, um, played recently. I mean, I thought Seaholm was turned to turned the corner until yeah, yeah. it lost to Oak Park. Um, and then you look at, and then of course you look at, and the um, and then the um, the rest of the blue not as strong. Ferndale's trying to build a program over down there. Um, and then Pontiac is just yikes. <laughs> they they played Detroit Cody in the Motor City Round Ball Classic yeah. and lost sixty four to six. Six, six, and their three and their and three of their four losses, Pontiac has only scored, is scored in the single digits. What? They scored nine against Booby Hills. Eight. I got eight against. I don't know the other opponents they scored. They scored eight against somebody. Wow, man! And then they scored them um, six against Detroit Cody. That's brutal, dude. It, That's tough. It's hard to watch. It was really hard to that watch. That is tough, and you you gotta give it. I'll give Coach credit. Wright well, and that and and the kids because that can get you down quick. It can. But they're still out there playing and giving their best. And their but, other loss man. was very competitive against Burnley. They lost thirty five twenty eight. It was very competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there is a lot it's of hope. There. It's there. Yeah. You know, with Pontiac, but wow, it's there. But when you look at the blue, it's still the class of that division right now is Berkeley, but Rochester's right there. Yeah. I mean, and let's not forget both these two teams shared the division last year. Of course, Rochester's got a new coach in Bill Thurston. Um, Thurston's been there with the program, though, which helps a lot. Yes, it does. And you have a player, Megan Lorenzo's had a really nice, off to a nice start. But when I look at the division right now, I think clearly the two best teams in there are Rochester and Berkeley. 
Okay. You know, even though Rochester did lose to Seaholm. <laughs> but I still think Rochester, I still think right now Berkeley is the class in that division mm. right now. Uh, my top, my top yeah, yeah, what 21. Uh, my top 21. 21? Why 21? <laughs> There's 21 teams in the uh, I guess you can't leave anybody. Um, <laughs> Athens my number one team. Um, mm. A&T my number two team. West Bloomfield three. Clarkson four. Berkeley five. Royal Oak six. Oxford seven, Lake Orion eight, North Farmington nine, Avondale ten, <laughs> Adams eleven, Troy twelve, Stony Creek thirteen, Rochester fourteen, Groves fifteen, Blueberry Hill sixteen, Oak Park seventeen, Farmington eighteen, Ferndale nineteen, Seahome twenty, Pontiac twenty-one. <laughs> My top games of the week for the girls side of things. Yeah, what do you got? It's be very interesting. Um. Avondale at Lake Orion on Monday night. Okay. Um, it'd be really interesting. Lake Orion, much different team than they were last year. Yes. Avondale, of course, they got experience. They got players like Reagan Lawrence, Kiri Lee, um, Tana Jackson, and Brea Benyon, of course, the Pontiac transfer there. Yep. They gave um, shoes live on, uh, I do on got TV, con- carrying that live. I do got concerns about their depth, though, with okay. Avondale. I do got some concerns surrounding them with their depth. Um. Troy Athens at Oxford on Tuesday. That's a huge game. Um, I can know they, OCTV can they keep will be it, there. Keep it rolling. Can they keep it rolling? And Oxford, we know, is a very good team. We know they're a very good team. They're better than the record indicates. They've been a they're battle tested team. This will be Troy Athens' tough biggest tough to play test. in their house too. It is tough to play in Ian Smith Gymnasium. Really tough place to play. Then you have Bill Service there, of course, announcing the game. Yeah, that our buddies up at OCTV. Yep. Um, and then you have North Farmington at Lake Orion on Thursday. Mm. There's no love lost between Jeff Simpson and Bob Bridges. <laughs> no love lost. Um, it'd be very interesting, especially how North Farmington can handle. So two big games for Lake Orion. Yeah, two big games. Yeah. North Farmington, of course, a very, very good opponent, despite the fact, despite their record, they played a tough schedule. Um, Oxford and Adams on Thursday. Mm. This is going to be a tight game. Both teams have experience. Question is going to be is whose interior shows up. Is can Oxford's interior overcome Adams' interior lack of interior? I think that's going to be the key. Really look at it. I mean, Adams relies a lot on Maddie Dolinga, Nicole Clara How and I Howard. Um, Adams got a deep team. I mean, they're very very deep in, in the draining system. So okay. that's going to be key. Um, Stony Creek at Bloomfield Hills on a Monday. That question here is. Does Stony Creek have an answer for Jordan Banks? That's the big question. Because if Banks can play the wing position, because Lily DePenny and Angela Sil- Silver are going to match each other. Now, does Stony Creek have an answer? Now, does Boombie have an answer for Sydney LaPrairie? That's the big question. And then, but does Stony Creek have an answer for Jordan Banks? That's the big question right yeah, there. Yeah. So it'll be a really interesting game between the Blackhawks and the Cougars. Clarkson at West Bloomfield Thursday. Both teams are deep. Both teams are talented. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Whoever wins this one, I think right now is clearly second place in the red right now behind Southfield A&T. Yeah. Um, Avondale at Troy. That's a Thursday. Does Avondale have an answer for Athena Sampson? Big question. Big question there. Then you had Troy at North Farmington. That's a Monday game. <laughs> That'll be very interesting. Dang. Can Troy handle North Farmington's prep? So, trap and press. Can they handle it? Can Troy handle it? Uh, they certainly flunked against Troy Athens. <laughs> yeah, um, we said it before, if you have a team that knows how to run that sort of defense, 
Yeah. That puts that pressure on you. And it's at, at North Farnton's gym. And if you're not ready. You're in trouble. <laughs> you, and you have to have ball handlers. And the, you cannot be stagnant on the ball movement no. or you're toast. Or you're toast. You know what I mean? Or you're They'll toast. chew you up. Yep. Um, and then you have um, Avondale. Yep. I talked about that. Yep. Southfield, West Bloomfield, Monday. That'd be a really good game. A lot. All, so we were recording this on Monday, so it's all tonight. Yeah, most games tonight. Man. And then you have Seaholm at Berkeley. That's a Monday game as well. Can can Berk, whoever bounces back from their tough loss should win this game. Whoever <laughs> bounces back. And then you have Stony Creek at Royal Oak on that Thursday. Okay. Speak a matchup, two defensive teams. So those are my key games of the week. There's some some interesting ones in there, and that will have ripples yeah. through the league race. Through the league race, yeah, you yeah. Know what it's I mean? it's interesting how some of those are. I I know they started playing, and there's been a league game here or there, but it's interesting how it's front loaded. It you know, is we really front loaded. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome Punch back. Punch you in the face. Welcome back. I, I hope you're ready. Yep. Welcome because, back. Yeah, man. If if you got no sleep over your holiday break, you're you better wake up. <laughs> and then, of course, you have teams that still play in the played in the holiday tournaments. You know, you look yeah. at. I know several OA teams have played in that. It, it, I, I always thought if doing that, it keeps you fresh and ready to go. Can't don't you think you get stale? I think you do get stale if you do that. Do, you know? Don't you stale if you like if you don't p- compete in some tournaments over the holidays. You know, having all that time off, or I know you're practicing and drills and that sort of thing. But if you're not playing real games, don't you think that could impact? I think it does. But unless you, if you scrimmage games, I think it'll help things a lot. Okay. Um, but when you look at when you look at scrimmaging, you know what I mean. It also helps too. I mean, so I really hope a couple of these teams um did some scrimmages. You know what I mean? So <laughs> well, you you hope, yeah, because my, it's uh the, the, some of those games you rattle off just. For this evening, which is the sixth, yeah, there's some that's, really that's good games. A ton of games. There's some really good games yeah. on the docket. I mean, you know, if there's a teams you're keeping an eye on in each division, um, before we wrap up, um, yeah, let, yeah. let's go boys first. What teams are you keeping an eye on Gosh. in the in the blue? We'll go blue, white, and red. Who are you keeping an eye uh, on? The blue? West Bloomfield and the red. Yeah, I. I I'm partial to the red because I, I told you basketball is not my thing. Uh, you are educating me, Mister uh, Sammy, but um, I'd say West Bloomfield for sure. In the red. I'm, I'm very intrigued in seeing how this comes out because with a three and one against they have a freshman guard and Ryan Hurst. quality opponents, is this real? Yeah. That that's that what keeps me interested. And the white, well, in the white, it's just so like you said, it's wide open. I'm just interested in all the games just to see how. The pieces shuffle on the board. That 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 keeps me interested. And then the blue. Um, keep an I, eye I, on I, Athens, Seahole. Well, I like to see. Yeah, Athens can can they maintain? My thoughts in the red for boys. I'm keeping an eye on Lake Warrior and the boys. Um, in the red, the white. I'm keeping an eye on. Um, I'm keeping an eye on Southfield because mm. I think the Warriors can. On the guys side. On the guys side. Yep. And the blue. Seahome. Here's why. Maples, the Maples, nobody talks about Seahome. Nobody no. talks about him. <laughs> have we no talked one. about We him? haven't talked about Seahome in the pod today. <laughs> we haven't talked about But Mike DeGeter's team's done a really nice job. I mean, 
despite the limited numbers, um, they work hard. They're a hardworking team. They could give Pony. It could give, and another one I'm keeping an eye on blue is Pontiac. I mean, those are two mm. teams I'm keeping an eye on the blue. Um, and the girls' side, who are you keeping an eye on? Oh, geez, who's undefeated? Uh, there is not a lot of teams that are on. Oh, in the white, there's Athens right now, six and seven and zero oh in the that's, white. That's who I'm watching. You're watching Athens in the white completely. Uh, what about? I the love red? undefeated. What about in the red? Ooh, um. Southfield, I mean. Southfield? Yeah, because, like you said, can they maintain? Mm-hmm. Can they keep it going? And, mean, wh- and what about can- in the blue? I don't know. The blue? <laughs> um, I'm team I'm keeping an eye on. I'm red. It's Clarkston. Um, can they maintain? The white, it's Lake Orion. Because oh. the Dragons are an interesting team here. They're in a really unique spot. Only played four games thus far. Yeah. Um, And then the blue... I'm keeping an eye on Seaholm. Where are they at? Where is Seaholm at mentally? Because I don't are they better than Berkeley and Rochester? Probably not. Mm. But we'll see where they're at. So um Hey, uh, before we wrap up here, which we're gonna have to do pretty soon, I uh, just wanna let you know and everybody listening or watching here on ON TV that we're launching a new website. Okay. And uh, we're going to have podcasts like OA Now and uh, BT BT and some other ones uh, posted on our news blog, which we have on the website. And I will be writing a couple And of we are working with Mr. Sammy here to see his blog posted up on our website. So you can find them at your regular locations, but you can also find them at Sammy semicolon blogspot.com. Very good. And we're going to have them posted at OrionOnTV.org over our uh, as a feature writer on our uh, news feed. So Beautiful. That's new for 2020, and and I just we're, wanted to get that out there. We're also going to start next year. We're going to post recap scores, you know, and we're going to Oh, yeah, that. next week. Cannot wait for that. Yeah, so a that. little OA wrap-up so we can give everybody uh, some hopefully top scores, all that good stuff to, to, to lead off the podcast, give you some info uh, to lead into our discussions. So. Yep. So, yeah. okay, now everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um. Everybody wish you best of luck this season. Um, Take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy and Al is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and his alone. Don't forget, if you'd like to do your own podcast here at Orion Orion Neighborhood Television, give us a call at 248-393-1060. Classes are now all-roaning enrolling if you head on over to our website at orientontv.org you can sign up for classes directly online also new for 2020 also sign up for our newsletter be a uh, part of ONTV and the volunteers so you know what's happening when new shows are coming out when OA now is ready to be posted for uh, new things between Terramina's new episodes going online sign up be a part of ONTV we'll see ya